0: Good morning and welcome to Media Bistro's Morning Media Menu. I'm Jason Bogue, the editor of Media Bistro's Publishing Blog GalliCan. your host for the next five minutes. I'm also joined by Devin Glenn from Social Times. Good morning, Devin.
1: Good morning, Jason.
0: We had uh, some Twitter stories in the news this week. Um, in England, this story unfolded as uh, one writer, Carolyn Corrado Perez, uh, contacted the BBC and other outlets after she had received about 50 abusive tweets for an hour for um, almost 12 hours on Twitter after she wrote about the choice to put Jane Austen on a bill in England. And uh, she received some very nasty things and it looks like Twitter might actually be changing some of their policies. What do you think, Devin?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Jason, this is a big problem that a lot of social networks are having is that most of the time people's obnoxious comments, you can just ignore them. But sometimes you have people that really come after others really hard. They make rape threats, they make death threats, and in this case, they make a lot of them all at once. And what Twitter needed and what a lot of other social sites needed as well as a way is an easier way to block people who are, are abusing the power that social media has.
0: Yeah, and uh, it looks like Twitter is actually going to simplify, simplify their mechanism for doing that. So uh, we hope we can see something like that in the future. Um, what do you know a site that has a good model for handling abusive tweets?
1: Not really. Uh quite yeah. frankly, I mean LinkedIn doesn't have a good one. Um and you can blo- I mean you can block people on on Twitter and Facebook. It's it's just you know the thing about social media is that You can control one person, but you're plugging a leak, and there are leaks everywhere on the site. So people can come at you from all angles. They can switch accounts and and start a new account if they get blocked and come at you again. It's really hard to contain the mess once it's out there.
0: Yeah. Well, we will link to the uh, right now your only method is uh, to contact Twitter through a form that you can get on their site. We'll put a link to that in this post as well so people can check it out, and uh, we'll see what happens. Secondly, this is a story that I pulled uh, yesterday. A librarian has added a uh, miss pac man vintage miss pac man arcade game into his library, which uh um, more people are actually into that than uh than I imagine what what do you think Devin? do you think uh video games have a place in libraries?
1: <laughs> well, I would think they would make a lot of noise, and libraries are supposed to be quiet, but I suppose that they are now they've been around long enough that they really are part of part of our, our culture. I actually went to a museum exhibit at the Museum of Modern Art where they showed some classic video games. And I if that gets kids excited to hang out in the library for a little while, they can play a couple games and then maybe grab a book when they're out of quarters. I think it's genius. Yeah.
0: That's what uh, librarian Justin Henke argued. This is in part of their teen library on the second floor, and he said it's a community hub for kids ages 0 to 18, so uh, there's nothing more attractive to those kids than video games. And he said uh, he said um, the eruptions of happiness every time a player pulls off an impressive move uh, are really help the library. So maybe we'll see some more video games in libraries. Who knows? Where can people find you online, Devin?
1: I'm on socialtimes.com. I'm on Twitter, on Pinterest on Google Plus and Facebook.
0: All right. We'll talk to you next week, and everybody should tune in tomorrow for another edition of the Morning Media Menu. Until then, good morning and good luck.